0: Uh, I had actually prepared this message, and when I got back and I watched Andrew's message on Wednesday, it like, was unbelievable. <laughs> I thought, Lord, you t- you, you're showing me why I didn't share that. So today, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call it this and that, but we're going to be this and that by the time we get to the end. I'm going to call it purity before power. Purity before power. Because purity this and power is that. And there has to be purity in our lives and we need to be living pure lives before we can begin to walk in the power that God has for every one of us. And none of you are exempt from purity. But the exciting thing is none of you are exempt from walking in the power of God. There isn't those among us that are, are uh, special and can do things that no one else can do. No. If you look at the life of David, I, this is just coming to my mind. It, uh, what he learned in private, killed the bear, killed the lion, did those things. He then went and did in public. He killed Goliath. He, he took the, uh, the kingship. So there's always this time of purity before power. And many of us just want to jump into the power. That's when the mistakes happen, when we grasp for power. We must grasp for purity and allow God to give us His power. Joshua 3 and verses 3 to 5, I'm going to be reading. When you see the ark of the covenant and the priests who are Levites carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. How, how, how many guys, when you're going somewhere, have never been that way before, and you need to help your wife needs to help you, and and the lady on the phone turn left, two hundred meters, turn right. So there, there there's. Can you imagine this? You've never been this way before. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Joshua told the people, and this is the part I've underlined, consecrate yourselves, purify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Power of God. Consecrate. Power of God. So we see the, the, the ark that they carried was, it was symbolic of the presence of God. It had his throne in it. And so they moved behind that and the priests. So consecrate means to be purified, to prepare. Isn't that, isn't that something that maybe we miss out on? We consecrate, we may, but we actually got to prepare ourselves. Hey, I'm going into this meeting with this person. I know this and that about them. I want to be ready. So when God wants to move and touch them, there's going to be a change in their life. They're not going to leave you the way that they came in. And that mustn't be a cliche. That must be, this is the way it is. They are going to leave you changed. Dedicate. Be holy. Be sanctified. Be separate. To be set apart. Devoted. Purify. So What Joshua is saying, purify and follow closely, not too close as you'll you'll be killed, and see the amazing things that I will do. Doesn't that just tie up? I could tie that up very quickly with Andrew's preaching acts about amazing and perplexed. The people were amazed and they were perplexed. But yeah, perplex is the negative part of that sentence. Amazing is actually the positive part, and that's what's being used here. Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. And I can promise you they needed all the encouragement that they could get because they had been wandering around in the desert for 40 years, and all they had done is lived off stuff, flying out of the sky, scraping it up off the ground, They had lived in a bad place. They really had. And so, God is saying, but I'm going to do amazing things now. But, consecrate yourselves. Get yourselves ready. Be ready for what I want to do. Guys, when we move out of our house in the morning, we must move out in a way of being consecrated. I'm going to work today. I I, I don't There are people that say, I don't really like my job, but I'm going because I need the money at the end of the month. But you know what? Even in that place, I consecrate myself. God, I'm looking for the opportunity that could come today. We all know the woman at the well thing where she just rocks up. And so we need to be ready for that all the time. I am consecrating myself. I am getting myself ready. And so we need to be those. You see, when they consecrated themselves and they followed the Levites, they they crossed over the Red Sea and into the into their promised land. Will Will Murray used to often say, they, "They he would say they went into the more." What's the more? Is it a cliche, or does it mean something? The more, for me, the more means abundance not only in finances, but in life and who you are, the more, for me, the more means I'm able to supply other people's needs, not only financially, but in the area of joy. Hey, I see you looking down. Come, let me pray for you. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Not what you draw from the world. God wants us to come into the more. What does the more mean financially? The more means you, you don't, Pay off your bond and have more money in the bank and stuff like that. The more means you help, you've got enough to help those around you. Abundance. It's God's promise. And let me tell you, they couldn't do this in their own strength. If you go and read the story about as they possessed Canaan, they had battles that they had to fight. They couldn't take Canaan in their own strength. God said to them, walk around this place seven times, do that, do that, and the walls will fall down. Do you know that the walls didn't fall out? They fell in to crush those that were inside. How's that? Not one brick fell out. I wonder if they had that miracle. Well, they obviously didn't in Turkey and Syria. That's, that was scaring for me. When I saw that, I was thinking like, hey, Lord, are you coming back soon? Are you ca-? The last time I saw it, they said 45,000 people dead. You know, we think Twin Towers, 5,000, that's a lot. 45,000 dead. But then they, they blow it and they go on to their next battle without the strength of the Lord and they get a hiding. They get beaten by the small little uh, city called Ai, and they beat them and chase them before them, and they lose a whole lot of people in battle. In their own strength and their own power, they could not even take their own inheritance. I've heard stories of people where someone's died, and now the children have to divide up what they had, and the things that happen in there. Because they all believe it's their inheritance. belongs to them. And this one says, I, I must own this much. And this one, no. We can't live like that. Purity before power. This before that. Acts 2 and verse 37. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Cut to the heart. When were you last cut to the heart? When last say, Oh, Lord, I'm so sorry, man. That wasn't good, what I did. When, when did that last happen in your life? When I, when I was preparing this scripture, I had to examine my own hearts. I can't preach something that, that uh, I haven't experienced myself. So when will you cut to the heart? Be baptized. If you haven't been baptized, be baptized. That's pretty plain. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. What is that? Verse 38 could that possibly be purified? Could that be purified? Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Could that possibly be power? Purity then power. Guys, you know what? We need, we need to live a life of repentance and purity so that we can live a life of power. Power is not standing at the front and pushing people over. Power is when you come into a situation and you begin to speak the words of God. People's lives are changed. They are changed. I love you, Andre. He's, he's only turning 30, so... He's not even half my age, uh, so. But if, if he feels he's done something wrong, he immediately. Hey, Roland. You know what? In doing that, he's repenting. Just doing that, he's repenting. I won't tell him what it was, Andre. <laughs> And just to put it right, I wasn't that bad. But <laughs> I, I, I just thought this guy's got such a clean heart. Such a clean heart. And so, Yohandre, I believe, will begin to walk in the power of God. He will begin to carry what God wants him to carry. Not uh, what people say or people do. And that power will not only be in the things he thinks but it'll be in things beyond what he thinks. Maybe he'll walk up to someone and they're sick and he'll lay hands, bah! Not down, healed. <laughs> that can be done too. <laughs> Purity and power. Acts 2.42. This is probably Josh Jen's theme song if we had to write it. They devoted... How did they devote themselves? They devoted themselves because they had the Holy Spirit in their life. Devoted once again speaks of consecration and sanctification and and purity. To devote yourself, you have to go beyond what you would normally go. Definition, to be devoted, constantly diligent. So not just before you come to church. Constantly when you wake up in the morning. I Lord help me to get myself ready. To adhere closely to so like double sided tape to give self continually weight on continually. That weight on continually is a is a continuing word it's not something you say and then it's finished you say it and it continues to happen in your life so it's an an ongoing thing and then i really just love this old english uh, translation it said continue all the time to persevere and not to faint to show oneself courageous courageously so in other words you need to persevere Otherwise, you're going to faint and you're going to lose courage. Purity brings power. And see, Acts 42, verses 43 to 47. So now they're devoted, they've sanctified themselves. Purity. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. We see later in all the epistles that it wasn't only the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. We all, we all know that scenario. Andrew told us on Wednesday night a uh, few yeah, and you didn't see the video on Wednesday night, Please get a hold of it and watch it, otherwise, this might not make all that it might not be sense to you what i 'm saying so but they they come to uh, Jerusalem as one of their uh, feasts and uh Then the Holy Spirit had come down on these guys in the upper room. They'd spilled out into the colonnade and people were saying, Oh, are they drunk? Can you imagine how they were acting if they were drunk? I remember what a fool I used to make of myself when I used to get drunk way back then. But now these people, because the Holy Spirit has arrived... And they've repented. They've been cut to the heart. They've repented. They've been filled with the Holy Spirit. They don't want to go home. They want to stay there where the action is. Wouldn't you want to do that? Look at that, that revival that's happening overseas. Everyone's going there. If they can go. Why? Because that's where God's moving. I don't believe that. I, I, I believe God's moving there, but I don't believe that's the only place God's moving. For me, what is a revival? The omnipresence of God, which is God all over everywhere all of the time. The omnipresence of God turns into the manifest presence of God. And so today, right now, you could just... I hope you guys have got faith for that. Because mine wavers every now and again like oh is this going to happen but anyway they they were all together and so they sold stuff to be able to pay for people to be able to stay there because let me tell you when that breaks out that type of revival people don't want to go home they just want to stay there I don't know how many weeks it's been now that that revival's been going on it's just been growing and growing and growing and more people are going and more people are saying I don't know how they're actually uh, keeping it on track but people don't want to go home People don't want to go home. Acts three and verse nineteen: Repent, therefore, and turn back, that your sins may be blotted out; that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Repent, therefore. I don't think I gave you this piece of scripture. Repent, therefore. And turn back. Repent, therefore, and turn back so that your sins may be blotted out. Repentance is when, you, when you're walking away from God and you repent. It means you turn towards God, body, mind, soul, every area of your body, and you begin to move towards God. And when we do that, our sins are blotted out. Our sins are blotted out. What happens? What is that? purify, refresh. Not only power, purify, refresh. One more scripture. We can have some more worship. Trusting during worship today that if there's stuff in your heart that needs to be dealt with, you would deal with it. And then we begin to see the power of God. We don't manufacture, but we trust God to do something. 1 Peter 1.15, it says, But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had, When you lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Guys, there's a part for us to play. Be holy. But you know what? It's under grace. It's not under legalism. It's under grace. We can only be holy because he died for us, saved us from our sin. But that doesn't release us from repentance and sanctification and consecration it doesn't release us from that but we need to remember there isn't this place of oh I'm stuck and nothing can ever no we live under grace we live under grace grace is when Jesus went to the cross and he died for you and for me and then he went into the grave and he was resurrected and we Receive the grace. We receive because he did the work for us. So we don't have to do that work anymore. So we see there, be holy, consecrate, purify. When we purify, we live in a place of obedience. When we live in a place of obedience, it says, do not conform. We all know the scripture in in Romans 12 where it says, do not conform. Conform, but be transformed. I used to always tell my boys, you need to be like transformers. You know the the movie. You got to change. You can't stay the same. Otherwise, you're going to lose the battle. We need to be transformed. You know, you know what? The world will try and push you into a box. And you will not be able to be transformed into everything that God has for you just because you are living what you believe the world wants you to live. This morning as we continue to worship, Between Donnie and I, if you've got a prophetic word or anything like that, feel free to bring that up as well. But I have a real sense this morning of God wanting to come, wanting to help us. He doesn't just leave us out there. He helps us to come to a place where we are in a place of purity, that we've purified, we've consecrated, we're devoting, we're being obedient. And now, Lord, we, we just trust you we just trust you Lord, yes Lord, you can start playing, oh is Lindy outside, how can you do that and expect the Holy Spirit to be here, you know what, I was in a meeting once where a guy was preaching, I'm not going to mention any names and uh, this person got up to go to the toilet and he said, Get out of here. You are breaking what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Can I tell you what, guys? I don't believe that's possible. The Holy Spirit is God. He's not worried about you and me going to the toilet. He wants to move. And when he wants to move, nothing gets in his way. Nothing. So this morning, Holy Spirit, I just ask you to come to be among us to help us to clean up our hearts, come and reveal stuff, cut us to the heart, cut us to the heart, that we may, that we may begin to walk in the power that you have for us as a people. I pray for that this morning, Lord. This and that, purity and power. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So Holy Spirit, I wonder if you could all just stand. Holy Spirit, I wonder if you if you could come right now.